0: Thank <laughs> you. what i'm talking about hello everybody welcome to the folder we're your host ruben it's been a little bit since i've uh done a uh, an episode i think this is number four now um i know last time we were talking a little bit about uh you know forgiveness and stuff like that so now we come to the the episode of generation x oh man this is gonna be good gonna be real good So Generation X, man, what can I say? Uh, The one thing I can say is that I am part of Generation X, and I think it's the best generation in the world, but that's just my opinion. You know, I think a lot of uh, of people will agree with me, and some people won't, and that's your opinion. That's your choice of whether you do that or not, you know, but uh, the one thing that I can say about Generation X, and the thing that really comes to my mind right now is gone are the days of saturday morning cartoons god i remember when i was a kid and it was saturday morning i would get up so early just to watch these cartoons like bugs bunny um he-man transformers and things like that for little girls it was like the care bears the strawberry shortcake thing and like all kinds of stuff like that. And it was really cool because that's what we look forward to. And it's amazing because all week long, we would go to school or even in the summertime. But when Saturday morning came, that was one of the things that, you know, that we really wanted to do is just spend time watching Saturday morning cartoons. It was awesome. Um, You know, gone are the days of riding your bikes for hours and hours and hours. Walking for hours and hours and hours, going outside and playing, you know, from sunup to sundown, going inside just to get a drink of water or eat lunch and then just go back outside. You know, our punishment was going inside the house. Now, these days, it's your punishment is basically going outside of the house. And I love that day because, you know, I remember me and my brother. um, You know, he's like three years younger than me. I was born in 76 and he was born in 79. And I remember we would play outside for hours. We would go walking in the woods together and we'd be lost for hours. I mean, hours just out there talking and having a good time, you know, being little savages out there and things like that. You know, it was all about survivability, you know, and I don't I mean, I don't know what what parents used to think. And it was a time where. You know, you could leave your doors unlocked. You would, uh, it was just a different time. There was no cell phones or like not when I was growing up. Yeah, no cell phones. We, I mean, we barely had a landline. There was no, like no internet. There was no anything like that. And the times were so great because you actually got to spend a lot of time one-on-one with somebody actually talking uh playing uh, and a lot a lot of stuff like that nowadays you just don't get that you know all the kids are stuck in their phones and stuff like that and you know I'm telling you know I tell kids you know I tell my kids like one day it's there's gonna come a day where the internet's gonna crash everything's gonna crash and you're gonna be left without your phone and you're not gonna know what to do You you won't even know how to get to point A from, uh, from, uh, to point B from point A because you're just stuck in your phone. You don't know which way to go. You rely on GPS too much. And so, you know, and as, as, as my generation is growing up, we're relying on that stuff too because all we had was we pulled out them big old maps. I don't know if all of you remember. You get lost and you would either have to stop at a gas station that would sell that city's map or you would have to like, or you would drive driving around with the big old Atlas, especially if you're, you know, driving in Texas and stuff like that. You know, I still got a map. You know, sometimes I pull it out and just mess with it. and like, oh, you know, try to, oh, yeah, I don't know where I'm at now. But, you know, it's all about GPS. It's all about the phone now. But we were we were survivors when we were kids. You know, we would go out there, and, you know, I was talking to my brother uh, the other day, and it's, it's like I remember growing up, and we would actually go out there and ride bikes, and we would make ramps and see how high and how far we could jump, you know, by putting a piece of plywood over some bricks and then we just start stacking up the bricks or rocks or whatever we can make just to jump that. You'd fall, you'd fall, you get up, shake it off, get back on it and do it again. You know, nowadays it's like you can't even bump into the door because kids are crying and stuff like that. You know, we had thick skins, you know, we had, it's just a different time now, you know, (laughs) and it makes me laugh sometimes because I see the way my childhood was and I see the way my kids are or my nieces and nephews or even just this generation now which is by the way it's called generation alpha and i i always laugh when i say that because alpha of what like really alpha of what alpha of being oversensitive that's what i say you know i don't know pe- people can agree with me or disagree with me but I, I i that's the way i see it you know um i remember being out there as a kid you know helping my dad uh, make a garden Big garden. Be out there tilling dirt with him. I would get the hoe and start dragging dirt. We would be tying strings, doing all that stuff. we go out there and kill chickens, me and my cousins. Uh, we would do all that stuff. You know, it was an introduction to a lot of things during the, you know, during uh, our generation with Generation X. We had a lot of introductions to a lot of different things. We had introductions of of. Gosh, dog! You know, like, man, hip hop came into play really hard. Um, it, it's it's uh, uh we had grunge, we got grunge, we got we got all all kinds of things, and uh, and it was it's great because we got to experience a lot of things. You know, we we got to experience so many things. You know, high high school was awesome. Um, uh, all these, uh, gosh, dog, Atari. Oh my gosh, who remembers Atari? I still have two of them bad boys. And my favorite, I'm gonna tell you flat out favorite, my favorite Atari game was Asteroids, and I can still get on that thing and I can still jam out to it. And I will beat you. My favorite game or joust. Who remembers joust? I used to walk to the to this uh, store called Peterson's out in uh Belton, Texas, and I used to walk with one of my cousins and uh I was just a little kid. You know, he was, he's about maybe 10 years older than me, maybe a little bit older. And I would walk with him because it was only like a couple of, a couple of blocks down. And we would go over there and he would give me a couple of quarters. And I remember playing those big old arcade machines. Even that, oh my God, man, them them arcade machines. I'd get on Joust, I'd get on Asteroids and I would have a blast. I would drink a cold bottle of Big Red, put it back in that little thing and get five cents for it, 10 cents for it. You know, um, it was just a different time, a very different time that we grew up in, you know, something that we, we could we could actually survive, you know, things like that. Uh, I remember the first time I listened to to uh, to rap music, I was staying the night with one of my cousins. <laughs> I was introduced to two live crew. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, uh, we got in so much trouble, but that's a different story. But it was that, um, uh, a oh man, uh, Debbie Gibson was on everybody's like, like wall and stuff like that because everybody was in love with Debbie Gibson. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was Michael Jackson craze was going on, oh, man. It was just, it was just so many things that, that, uh, that just developed us, you know, to be the adults, you know, our parents were strict, uh, you know and i'm speaking about coming from a, from a hispanic you know family they were strict you know cuz my 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 parents were raised like in the 60s and 70s and they were they would uh, they were always working somewhere they were always moving all over the place as kids so they had this really strict uh um i guess way of raising us because they taught us they they raised us to almost mimic them and be like them as far as like you're gonna you're gonna be able to survive if you work hard you'll be able to make it it's one thing that my dad would always tell me my uncles um you know on both my mom's side and my dad's side you know if you if you if you work you're gonna make it you know um they they taught us how to be self-sufficient even as little kids, you were self-sufficient. You knew how to go to the fridge, make a sandwich by yourself, get your water, pop open your little bottles of, of uh, soda or whatever the case may be. You were taught to be self-sufficient. If you were thirsty, man, that was not going inside because once you were inside, you would get in trouble for going inside and you would just stay inside. So I, everybody knows, like, we got to go outside and turn on the outside faucet and drink out of the water hose nothing wrong with it you get a little taste of the water hose but that's it nice and cool and you would drink until your little heart desired because you didn't want to go inside that was the least thing that we wanted to do is go inside and it was it was pretty awesome you know i had to, you know we all have uh different things that we go through like in, in childhoods and stuff like that you know through our childhood but one of the things is like i really enjoyed my in my childhood was that i got to learn a lot of things i got to experience a lot of things you know and of course like i said me and my brother were just three years you know like three years apart so i would take it with me to the woods we shot you know you would you would go around everybody had a bb gun all the boys had a bb gun all the girls had like the little bikes and the little dolls that they were carrying like um like uh the little kid sister and my buddy things um uh little oh raggedy ann and andy oh man I've almost forgot about that. I remember my cousins, some of my girl cousins, you know, they have, they had all these little dolls and everything. They had a bunch of Barbies. Oh, it was, it was something else. You know, everybody, like all the cousins would go spend the night at all these cousins' house. And And I don't know if that's the way it is with everybody else, but I know that's the way it was with us because we had a big family and there was a lot of cousins that were the same age. So, so we all, we all grew up together. We went through the same things. We, uh, we experienced a lot of the same things one thing that that i could say is that that we were close we all went to school together there was a bunch of us that went to school together so even in the school it was it was uh well for us it was pretty safe because i think there was like something like maybe 10 or 11 of us that were in the same school so and we lived in a small town you know we lived in a small town it's not big i mean it's growing but it's not it's not a big town it's a you know it's a small town but i remember all of that stuff going and spending the night you know they would go spend the night at my house i would go spend the night at their house uh we played video games we would play i remember one of my uncles he bought a, one of them huge laser disc things it like things look like lps you know and we stuck that thing in and we were, i can't even remember what movie we were watching i mean they didn't last long i still remember going into like we still had like eight tracks we still had eight tracks i had this big stereo it was my mom's, and I remember there was a there was a record player on it. There was an A track player, and there was just a regular tuner. It had little eight inch subwoofers in there, and I remember we would keep all kinds of albums in there. I remember my dad having a bunch of albums. Like he had a bunch of Kiss albums. He had a, a Prince. He had a, a The Culture Club. He had a, a Lisa Lisa the Cult Jam. He had a lot of, a lot of these things, you know. And then a lot of the music was really awesome because. Um, it just it just set a tone to like different things. It was like a new set of everything. You know, we got alternative. We got, um, you know, pop. We had R&B. We had all these crazy nuts to come up as far as uh, on the entertainment side. And then the movies. Oh, man, the movies were were uh, were really awesome. You know, I I, I I talked to one of my sisters a lot. And uh, and uh, it's like, you know, she's a little bit older than me. And it's like, we're stuck in the eighties, like big time, like talking big time. And we start talking about 80 stuff and, you know, we start laughing cause I start throwing up, you know, of course. And now, you know, I got to use my phone because, you know, I got to get into the, you know, to the modern, modern time thing. So I use my phone a lot. So I'm sending her things that with max headroom on it, I'm sending her like teen wolf stuff. You know, she's sending me like pretty and pink. She's sending me a lot of like Molly ring stuff. Uh, um, I at like Fast tops at Ridgemont High, Three Three O'clock High, like all these kind of different movies and stuff like that, and it was just it was just a different time. It was a different era, and and I rather enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed it. You know, even as a, even as a, a little kid, you know, and, and then growing up into into the '90s, man, we had oh, there was just so much more stuff to go there. I remember we were, you know, when the when out here in this in this part of of, of uh, Texas, you know, we had everybody wanted to have, you know, your little lowrider cars, your muscle cars, and stuff like that. So me me and my best friend, you know, he had a really nice old Chevy pickup. I had a I had a a '78 Cutlass Supreme, and we would just go up and down, burning tires. We'd be racing, and we were just we were kids. I mean, we we're like 16 years old, you know, 15, 16 years old. We were driving already. That's another thing. Like we, we wouldn't care. You know, our parents wouldn't care. I don't remember. I was 12 years old. I was, I was already, I was driving. I was driving everywhere. Acting like I was all grown. And so I was just 12 years old. You know, and now I look at my son, my son's 13 and, I look and I'm looking like, at my man, boy, get the heck out of here. You're not driving nothing. Like you need to drive yourself back inside the house and do your homework. That's what you need to do. But it was, like I said, it was crazy times back in the day, you know, and we were taught to survive and I, and we, we can no, you don't hear like I don't hear my generation complaining about anything. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, everybody's gonna complain about something, but I don't ever really hear like, you know, oh, I don't want to work, oh, I don't want to do this, or I want to do it. No, like, you, no, you're gonna get up and you're gonna go to work. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do that. You're gonna make it happen for yourself. You're gonna make it happen for your family. You're gonna ha- make it happen for, for whoever you're with. You know, and uh, that's that's what I what I like about my generation that we we will not quit. We don't show. We don't shut down. We don't go down. We always try to look ahead. You know, we not only did we not have a lot of the things that are that are out today, but we had to learn how to do a lot of things. We had to learn new things. We had to learn how to operate computers. We had to learn how to, you know, how to uh, use the cell phones. We had to learn how to type up all this stuff. You know, I remember taking typing in school, typing, like just regular with a type, actual typewriter. Now it's like these kids, they go they go to all this, all these. Uh. All these classes now you can like they're I guess doing gaming with two hands. It looks like two little a keyboard cut in half, and I'm like I don't even know how they do that. But you know, and a lot of a lot of my, people my age they they love to play. They're into all these games and stuff like that. So they had to learn. So we had to adjust. We had to like adapt to a lot of things, and we did it. So what that tells me is that if we can live the way that we used to live back in the day when I was a kid, and we can adapt to everything we we're in total survival mode like we can we can go through anything you know we've been through droughts we've been through through different kind of uh you know world catastrophes we've been through all these historical events and stuff like that and yet we still have that that push to keep going and keep going and keep going and we don't falter and we don't fall back and i think it's amazing and i love it i love the time that i grew up with and i'm sure like a lot uh, Hopefully, you know, a lot of you that are listening, you enjoyed a lot of your childhood. And I'm not talking about the, you know, the bad stuff, you know, because everybody goes through bad things. But I'm talking about just that little time that you would go outside and play. You would just go roll around in the dirt. You go fill up the yard with water and just run through the mud and stuff like that. That's what I'm talking about. And those, those are just the little things that, that, you know, made you happy as a kid. Um, all the music uh, just sitting down in the cool, you know, in the, in the autumn time, I remember I would turn up the radio and I would listen to it, you know, and I would just like, be, Oh man, this is some good music. But then again, you know, you know, I listened to a lot of like, like secular music. And then I listened to a lot of Christian music. And, uh, I remember my, uh, my, uh, my oldest cousin, uh, he had a band, you know, he had a band and, uh, he started playing a lot of rock music and stuff like that. And, and they, didn't like, they didn't like that in the, in the churches too much, you know, back in the, Back in the 80s you know because they thought you know rock and roll was you know bad and you're gonna go to hell and stuff like that you know which is not true you know you just got to be careful of you know what you play and what kind of lyrics that you listen to and stuff like that you know but but you know but uh the, the you know in other words like just be careful what you listen to you know or what you do inside the church you know but uh but back to what i, what I was saying is that i remember he he went to our uh to our apartment and he said, "Hey, I have this. I recorded this cassette for you, <laughs> a cassette." And I was like, "All right." So I uh, I popped it in, and uh, you know, it was uh, it started off with you know it, it had some rock music on it. And I was like, "Oh man, sounds pretty cool." But this dude, he was singing. Uh, he had a lot of Christian lyrics. You know, he was talking about God. He was talking about Jesus. He was talking about uh, changing his life. And I think I was about maybe you know twelve years old. And I remember and I remember it was Russ Taff, you know, it was Russ Taff, and it was that that uh the songs that he came out was on the on his album called Metals. And oh man, I fell in love with that. And like I actually had that on, on my on my uh playlist, and I love listening to that music, and it just takes me back to when I was a kid and I was listening to this, and it just it just fills me with joy, you know. Um another thing, like before, before uh, we close up. Another thing that I see a lot is that um, we had a lot of respect. I remember when I was when I was growing up, you know, my generation I have a lot of respect for our elders. Um, I, still to this day, I say, uh, you know, when I run into people, I'm like, "Yes, sir. No, sir. How are you doing? Give them a firm handshake, you know, and just be nice to people and respect people, because that's what we were taught, you know, by not only not only our parents, but you know, our grandparents were still alive and stuff like that and they would make sure like, Hey, you know what? You better do this and you better do that. You know, don't be showing out out there, you know, don't be acting this. And I'm not saying that, that, you know, that everybody's like good. And and you have to be like showing respect for somebody that's putting you down. I'm not saying that, but for the most part, overall, it's like you have to respect people. You know, you have to respect your parents. I still have so much respect for, for my parents. You know, my dad's gone now, but, um, but I, you know, with my mom, with my uncles, you know, in, you know, my aunts, I I respect them so much. And, you know, I'm like, you know, yes, deal, yes, yeah, you know, and that's the way we were taught. And if somebody smarts off to them in front of you, oh, no, oh, you're not, yeah, you don't talk to my aunt or you don't talk to my uncle like that. Yeah, you don't talk to my mom like that. And that's one thing I see with the, today's generation that sometimes that they lose a lot of respect for their parents for grandparents for aunts and uncles and i'm not saying like if they treat you like garbage and hey you know what you still have to have some kind of respect but i'm not telling you to to take it you know just you know everybody's in their own situation and everybody handles things differently but uh what i'm saying is that we had a lot of respect and i still have a lot of respect and i teach my kids i teach my nieces and nephews i'm like you need to respect you need respect don't be calling my brothers by their first name you either call you say you say uncle where you say aunt you know or you deal or tia you know to my to my uh my sister-in-laws and stuff you show respect and, that, and that's it you just you just show respect and that's it and that's one thing that that i think that we're lacking in but that our generation still holds on to a lot you know so man i know there's still a lot there's still a lot to talk about this generation and stuff like that but you know i'm getting close on time and and, uh, I mean, basically I can make my own time, but anyways, I don't want to take up a lot of your time cause I don't want this to be boring to you. I don't want it to get boring, but, uh, but, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to close with that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, do business plugs now. So I got a couple of, of new people, you know, to, uh, to, you know, to, uh, put their business out here because I, I really respect, you know, everybody that I'm going to, that I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, put their business out there. I, I respect these guys. I respect these businesses, you know. A lot, a lot of times, like a, a lot of them, they you know, these guys, you know, they're Christian guys, you know, that, you know, they'll, they'll treat you good, you know, they're not gonna mess you around or anything like that. They're gonna take you straight forward, and, uh, you know, they're, they're real good people. You know, first I'm gonna start off with, uh, with a Tex American Floor Coal that's owned by Maurice, Maurice Hernandez. You know, does any kind of flooring, you know, laminate, uh, luxury vinyl plank, ceramic backsplashes bct it does a residential commercial give them a call at 254-226-1695 it's a American flooring code and that's out of belton texas somebody else you can call is uh you know if you have any kind of projects if you have any kind of like remodels or you know you're just cleaning up your house and you don't have the time or you don't have the equipment or you just can't get out and go take all this stuff to the dump load it up and and just take it, or nobody wants to help you. You can call my friend Patrick over there at uh, Rollaway Junk. You can call him at 254-500-8600. I'm telling you, Patrick is a great guy. He will come up, he will, you know, he will conversate with you and he'll see what, what you got. And I'm telling you, he will take care of everything for you. He will load everything up, he will take it to the dump. You won't even have to like lift a finger. Call Patrick and he'll get that stuff cleaned up for you, man. Great guy. Um, my friend over there in Abilene, Texas, Juan Manuel Perez, aka Charlie Desert Smoke Barbecue, man. I'm telling you, this guy he can throw down with some sandwiches. He makes oh man, he makes all this this stuff is so awesome. Uh, so if you're ever in Abilene. He goes around and he makes little things here and there, you know. Desert Smoke Barbecue, um, and one thing I, I seen on Facebook is that on September sixteenth he's gonna be out there at Sears Park in uh, in Abilene. Uh, he, he's gonna have a little a little uh, a little booth right there. He's gonna be making burgers, some Philly cheese steaks, some tortas, some turkey legs, and some poppers. And if you're in Abilene on the sixteenth, go by and check out Desert Smoke Barbecue. Great guy. Another person is a uh, uh, Lewis Hernandez with Dyna Clean uh, Services out of Temple, Texas. Lewis does carpet cleaning. He does restorations. He does deflooding. He does if you have if you've had a small fire. He does like smoke restoration. He does all these things. You know he's uh, they you know they they he gives them classes. He sends these guys to classes so they go they go get certified through all these courses. Great guy. If you need any kind of carpet cleaning, upholstery cleaning, uh, hard surface cleaning, give Lewis a call at Dining Clean at 254 771 3402. And last but not least, have my friend Jason Lopez out of Temple, Texas. Man, this guy is like, this guy is tremendous right here. I'll tell you what. I just don't even know where to start. Um, he's got Barbell County Fitness in Temple, Texas. And, oh, man, let me tell you, it's it's pretty amazing what he's been doing with his business. Oh, man, he, the transformations that I see, uh, he posts a lot of stuff on Facebook, and he, like, shows journeys of people. Man, it is like like he will take his time to get you where you need to be. Barbell County Fitness in Temple, Jason Lopez at 254-217-1304. And when you go up there, you tell him that that Ruben sent you uh, from the uh, – you, you're listening to the folder, you tell him I sent you. And, man, not only does this guy, you know, transform your – body into something healthy and things like that but he transforms your spirit because man this guy it's it's all christ-centered at his at his gym he gets things done not only will you get transformed you get a new body and he will transform your body into something healthy he will he will help you transform your spirit your soul your mind everything it's it's totally awesome and and i really really Encourage you to go see Jason out here in Temple, and and see what he can do for you. You know, go talk to him. He's he's got a lot a lot of different plans and things like that at, at his uh at his gym. So go out there and talk to him, and you're gonna see how man how how he's he's gonna he's gonna sit down. And he's gonna give you all these plans and stuff like that. But the one good thing he's gonna give you is he's gonna give you uh plans on uh on fitness. But he's also gonna give you plan of salvation. So man, go check him out. So. If you have any kind of show ideas, if you have anything you want to talk about, go ahead and shoot me an email at thefolder.podcast76 at gmail.com. That's thefolder.podcast76 at gmail.com. Man, I really appreciate everybody listening to me. It's awesome. I can't wait to do the next episode. Um, Next episode is going to be really cool. Um, I'm going to get into... Into some of that, I'm going to interview some of the uh, some uh, 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 about maybe four four pastors just to kind of get an idea of what's going on in the world today and things like that. And uh, the title of of next next episode is going to be called The Shepherds Part One, Part One, The Shepherds Part One. So I hope you tune in next time. And it's been a pleasure to just share some of my stuff with you. And I'm looking forward to next time. With that said, you keep it 80s. God bless. Thank you.